0: Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. Today, novelist Jason C. Joyner discusses how superheroes can actually reflect Christian values. Plus, he explains his process of turning an idea into an actual story.
1: Welcome to Creatively Christian. I'm your host, Bill Brooks. I'm your host for today, and I'm bringing you another creative Christian. Our guest today is an author, writes superhero and science fiction, a networker for creatives, a Star Wars junkie, and his mission is to share the gospel through the vehicle of science fiction. It is my pleasure to introduce Jason Joyner. Hello, Jason. How are you?
2: I'm good, Bill. How are you doing?
1: Good. So I'm assuming if you're a Star Wars junkie, that means you read the books as well as the movies and the TV series. I,
2: yes, I haven't read um, Star Wars books for a little while, but, you know, like the Thrawn trilogy um, back in the Legends days, they call them now. That was a great series. Um, so, yeah, I've read the most of the X-Wing series that they did. So, yeah, I've enjoyed a lot of the books, too.
1: Awesome. Uh I, I hope you will not disrespect me, but I, I'm just the, the movies and the TV person. I haven't even gotten past, I haven't even gotten through the uh, the Clone Wars series, so.
2: Well, that's my dirty secret. I haven't either. I just. Oh, good. Clone Wars didn't really work for me. My boys loved it, but yeah, I didn't get into it as much.
1: I'm not allowed to finish it without my daughter. She, <laughs> We were, we were watching it together and then things happen, you know, life, school and things as it does so uh so uh how did you get hooked on fantasy and science fiction
2: yeah so I've always been somebody that just really enjoyed um a lot of um fantastical stories just stories with that element uh growing up in the 80s I was a Star Wars kid obviously and I would Watch the G.I. Joe and Transformers cartoons growing up and superheroes. I mean, man, Saturday mornings, I lived for super friends, Batman and Superman and all that. Uh, I would wake up way too early. They'd have this something that kids don't know about now called a um, you know the, the test screen. They weren't running programming yes. all night. And so you'd have to wait for programming to start. That was me. I'd wake up super early just so I didn't miss my super friends. So I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. And um, when I went to college, you know, you're busy with that kind, with studying and getting married and starting a career. And then um, I uh, just continued to enjoy those movies and stories. And I got into a, a Star Wars role-playing video game called Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. And came out in the mid-2000s. And they had a great fan community online. And I, people were writing something called fan fiction. And I'm like, what is this? And so they would tell stories in the video game universe in the Star Wars universe using characters. And they'd write these fun stories. And I'm like, well, I used to write some stories. So I'd, I'd like to try my hand at that. And that's kind of what got me moving from enjoying um, science fiction and fantasy stories into creating them. Mm,
1: awesome. So how, did, how can we use the explosion of superheroes as an opportunity for the gospel
2: yeah. So I write, I've got a young adult superhero series that's out. It's a Christian series. And uh, I've, so I thought about a lot about this in writing it and getting it picked up by a small publisher. And um, the superheroes are, in my opinion, our current mythology, you know, back in the day, you had <clears throat> Zeus and Poseidon um, or you had <laughs> Thor and Loki, which were, Norse mythology. And of course, now they've been co-opted by Marvel and are actually out there in the Marvel universe. But uh, people would tell these stories about trying to understand how life is and how it works um, with, super, with these gods and goddesses and mythology stories. And really, if you think about it, a lot of that, our current day is we want to be able to kind of make sense of the struggles we have in the world um, with somebody greater than ourselves. And okay, life is hard. And, um, you know, but there are these people that can have special abilities. I mean, think of, uh, you know, the first Iron Man movie, where he goes and um, fights the arms dealers in Afghanistan, you know, very kind of still topical right now. And, um, you know, kind of some wish fulfillment there. But um, who is the who's the greatest superhero? Who's the person who put the most on the line and sacrifice the most for us and won the ultimate victory over evil. And in my mind, that's Jesus Christ. And so, uh, yeah, I think we can definitely use superheroes and just talk through uh, some of that aspect and be able to share the gospel with it. I
1: have a t-shirt in well, I used to have a t-shirt with Jesus and all the Marvel superheroes and Jesus is saying, and, this is how I saved the world, and I've,
2: I've seen that before. It's a cool shirt.
1: Yeah, uh, I I no longer fit that now, but uh, <laughs> have to buy another one.
2: Right? Yeah, uh,
1: my family and I we watch the the Mar- every single Marvel series we've all the Disney Plus series, and uh, after every after every episode, we uh, compare it to the Bible. At least I do, and uh, my daughter tries to understand, <laughs> uh, uh, but my wife is so much more into Marvel than I expected her to be. She started with WandaVision. She said, I don't want to care about WandaVision. And then yeah, you know, I didn't try to push it on her, but she saw me watching it and listening to the explainer videos and she got hooked into it. So, uh, So yes, I do believe that it can be used as a vehicle as well. So um how does faith fandom and fiction intersect
2: yeah so i came up with that um kind of threesome the alliteration there because i'm um the admin for a facebook group um called the realm makers consortium and realm makers is a conference for um christian creatives people who make um enjoy speculative fiction stories, whether they're making up for the Christian market or the general market. And it started as a conference. Uh, it was founded by Becky and Scott Minor, um, a couple with a lot of vision. And they just started in a um, one little lecture room in a college. And now uh, we had our um, seventh or eighth, um, I think it was our eighth conference in St. Louis in July. And we had 350 people, had a hotel with a nice conference center filling the room. And wow. our guest speaker was Frank Peretti. Um, anyway, um, I am the admin for the Facebook group for that. And we just, you know, we try to keep things narrowed down to, you know, hey, we're talking about faith. Um, you know, we're talking about our our relationship with Jesus and how that intersects with our fiction. Because most of us are fiction writers. We've got some comic book creators and um, video People, um, people trying to push into TV and that type of market, but most of us are writers, and so you know, how's our faith in our, um, inform our fiction, our writing, and what we're doing, our storytelling, whether we're specifically telling Christian stories or whether we're more alluding to um, themes and and whatnot. And then fandom, we're all fans of all the geeky fun stuff. I mean, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Trek, Star Wars. Marvel, DC, all these kind of things, and so those are kind of our mantra for what we do in that Facebook group. But um, you know, for Christian creatives who enjoy speculative fiction, I think there's just a lot of interplay. I think you can do a lot with um, supernatural type stories. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not opposed to you know uh, romance novels and things. I mean, I've um, you know I've read some good novels. A good book is a good book. But I think there's some certain themes you can wrestle with when you're dealing with supernatural issues and that you can go into some more truth about, hey, there's a there's a spiritual realm. Um, there's good and evil battling. I think you can wrestle with a lot of that in that type of setting. And um, Christianity, of course, um, goes right in with that, because that's part of our story is we believe that there's a conflict and we know there's an ultimate victor. You know, the Bible leaves no doubt on who wins, it's Jesus, and um, thank goodness. But, um, you know, in the meantime, we're wrestling with the here and now, where we've got, we've got to, um, you know, fight the good fight, and stories help you um, move through that. So I think that's how faith, fiction, and, and fandom can tie together.
1: Are there any historical fiction writers in your group asking for a friend?
2: Yes. Um, you know, we, we focus on the speculative fiction, but there are a few historical fiction writers and there are people that do, and they might tie into more like, well, I do some historical fiction and and fantasy type stuff. So there's swords and, um, sorcery and, you know, or elves and that kind of fantasy kind of play into it. So it's, they'll, there's a lot of good writing advice that gets shared and, and writing business advice, talking about, Hey, how, and connecting people, you know, Today, I was messaging somebody who's like, hey, I'm, I'm on, I want to break into freelance editing. Can I start talking about that in the group? I'm like, yeah, here's our guidelines for promotion. This is what you do. So, um, so yeah, we're all about trying to build a community together. And, uh, you know, that's been my heart with it. Um, I started it as an alumni group initially for people who had gone to the Realm Makers Conference. Oh. And um, it was just for those people. But it really picked up. People really enjoyed being able to share in between um, the conference events because they're only once a year but at a point we're like hey why don't we just open it up to the public and let anybody who wants to come who shares our vision to join with us and so that's what we've done
1: awesome um, are there people who are closed off to mixing faith with fiction have you uh, have you met any of those people
2: uh, you, you see it um, but not in our group Uh, Not in the circle I run with, but, you know, you certainly get that with when you go on Amazon and see reviews and or you on social media. uh, There's one of my good writer friends is a guy named Steve Raza, and he's writing a series with Daniel Gibbs, um, who's kind of an established author in the military sci-fi genre. And um, they I just reviewed his the first book that they put out together. And I was looking at a couple of the reviews and, and somebody said, man, this is pretty good and all, but I, I'm going to knock it down a bit because, you know, keep the faith, keep religion out of, and it wasn't trying to push religion. I mean, they, they talk about Muslims and Jews and Christians and they give positive portrayal of atheists. It's just painting like, Hey, I don't think these things go away in the future when we're exploring the stars. And so I'm including um, aspects of this. <clears throat> I mean, my book is, this book series that I'm currently doing my third books about to release. Um, it's unabashedly Christian. I mean, the, the premise is that God gives, um, supernatural abilities to teens to fight a growing evil. Um, but you know, I, one of my Goodreads reviews is like, Hey, I was enjoying this book, but man, I started talking about faith a lot. So I looked on the back and said, Oh, it said Christian fantasy superhero gets put into fantasy. They don't know what to do with superhero, but, right. um, you know, so that kind of dampened the enjoyment, and they finished the book. Not did they? I don't know. I don't know if they finished, but you know, it's, it's funny how they they liked the writing. They said the characters were strong, the plot was good, but the faith element, uh, they you know they couldn't wrestle with that. So you do see it out there, and you know, you just I've just realized, hey, that's going to be something that you come across, and you know, I'm not for every flavor of reader,
1: and that's going to be okay. True. Can't please everybody. Um, so you do some public speaking events as well with homeschoolers. Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, how how receptive are those audiences?
2: Uh, I'm just getting started out with that, so I've done some homeschool um, writers groups online, especially in the last year with COVID. Um, but uh, I also spoke at the Greater Homeschool Convention in uh, Dallas Fort Worth. Uh, a couple of years ago when promoting my first book and, you know, it, it was, people were receptive and interesting, interested in it because they know that this, the superheroes are a big thing and lots of kids are into it. And, you know, if you get Christian homeschool families, um, they, there's a whole spectrum of people that, you know, are really conservative and kind of, you know, just really cautious about what they expose their kids to, which is great, you know, but they have, you know, certain limits on what they do. And others were more, Hey, you know, it's, we're going to be discerning kind of like what you talked about let's talk about stories and and see what's good in them and let's see what are problems with what you're seeing um, but it was it was fun it was good a lot of people were interested and I think a lot of people were excited to see that there's some books and I have some other friends that write in the Christian um, superhero genre um, and it's small but it's growing but people were excited to see that that's an option and I mean I'm, I enjoy the Marvel movies as much as you say. I mean, we couldn't wait to get to Shang-Chi, you know, a week ago and, and see that. But, um, and I'm okay with writing stories that don't have a deliberate Christian element because of who I am. They'll always have Christian element, you know, themes of, and whatnot. But, you know, in this case, that's what the story um, worked and uh, worked for the story. And, you know, it's, when I get to talk to people, it's, they're really intrigued and positive. I get positive feedback. So I really enjoy talking to homeschoolers and um, you know, I'd like to venture more into that area. I'm kind of out in the rural area of the West. So it's a little more challenging to get to those.
1: Awesome. So let's talk about what you're doing now. Uh, You've written a new book called fractures. Uh, What is that about without spoiling anything?
2: Yeah. So I'm my, superhero series is called Rise of the Anointed. The first book is called Launch and it's these uh, teens that are finding out that they have these special abilities are invited to this launch conference by a young tech billionaire and um, he wants to use them for his own purposes but they uh, meet a man who says hey your gifts are from God and you've got to make a choice on what how you're going to use your gifts. And so after Launch is Fractures and it's the second book in the series and It came out last November, and after the events of the launch conference, these four teens have banded together, and uh, they're being discipled by uh, this older man that found them at the conference, and they're trying to balance learning to use their powers, learning to walk uh, in godly ways, and also just navigate high school and life, and they get confronted by some other teenagers that have uh, superpowers. And so as they're trying to investigate that and wrestle with it, things start happening in their lives and they get challenged and they, that choice of what they're going to do with their gifts. um, You know, we have choices on how to use our tongue and our actions day to day for good and for bad. And um, you know, what if that, you know, if you, if you use things the right way, wrong way, you, you, it might fracture what you're up against. Mm. And so so that's what Fractures is about, and then um, my third book, Anointed, um, was supposed to come out August thirty first. It's been pushed back to October fifth, just because of some difficulties with the distributor and COVID, and just the life we're in right now. So um, <clears throat> that takes picks up where Fractures left off, and uh, the kids are in a hard place, and they've got to um, both fix choices that they've made and. Um, continue to fight the good fight because the enemy is building up plans to run amok in San Francisco and so they've got a a real challenge on their hands
1: yeah I'm reminded of uh, first Corinthians 12 with the the gifts that you were speaking about in and uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that's not an accident I'm sure you did that on purpose
2: well, there's another verse that talks about the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. And so that's kind of that verse that I hung the series on is, okay, God gives us gifts. You know, you're born as a charismatic leader, then that's not going to change. But are you going to give that to God? Are you going to submit that to him and let him use that? You're going to use it for your own purposes and your own enrichment. Um, so, yeah, I think that God does... Give us gifts. They're not as maybe dramatic as super speed or controlling light as a couple of my superhero characters do, but uh, you know we still all have gifts to give, and we have those choices what to do with them.
1: Excellent. So uh, let's see. Let's talk about the Realm Makers Consortium. Uh, What is their mission?
2: Yeah, the, the Realm Makers mission overall is to you know equip and encourage Christian creatives to do excellent work. And the consortium is just the Facebook um, group for that. They've also got their own dedicated social media called the Realm Sphere, um, which is just a a group that you can join. And so if, you know, any of these social media companies decide to do whatever they do, they've got their own space. But, um, yeah, we just try to connect Christian creatives together to say you're not alone. And we've got over 2,000 people in our group. And we're always willing for um, Christian creatives and the speculative fiction, um, especially, I mean, like you said, your historical fiction friend, they're welcome to join. I'm sure they'll get things out of it, but we like to talk about geeky stuff. We'll we'll, um, geek out about, again, the new Marvel stuff and people are excited about the Wheel of Time series that's been announced on Amazon and, um, you know, all these uh, different things, properties that are out there. Um, We're just such a great time for these type of things to come out. So we're just trying to build people up. Um, this year, we're doing a series on Writing Wednesday. We, I've collected a bunch of our established authors, people that have um, published uh, several books and have had experience in the publishing world to share posts on Wednesdays to kind of give their behind-the-scenes expertise and to interact with people. Uh, but each day, there's posts about what the writing craft, writing craft, business of writing, all these different things. So. Uh, it's an active group we we have fun, you know, sometimes we discuss hard topics and wrestle with one another and iron sharpens iron and fun things like that. So I've got a good moderator team to help me out when things get a little heated, but, um, it's a, it's a neat place to be. And so, um, you know, I encourage people to check it out and if they're on Facebook and if they don't want to be on Facebook, check out the realm sphere.
1: Awesome i'll let my friend know uh i'm sure be very excited to hear that <laughs> that uh, historical fiction people are welcome as well um so you also used to write a blog as well uh, what was your blog about
2: yeah i um my blog was called spoiled for the ordinary and <clears throat> i went on a, a mission trip when i was like 18 and um that was a phrase the group used. Um, you get spoiled for the ordinary when you go in. Uh, we were in Thailand for two months and we just saw God move. You know, you get out of your comfort zone and where you're used to being and seeing God do some amazing things and realizing, man, there's more to life than just, um, you know, I, I all of a sudden I've, I've got a daughter. So it just reminded me of Belle from Beauty and the Beast. I want more than this provincial life. I mean, there is more then that, you know, then God gives us a, a life that, um, you know, we may not be parting seas and walking on water, but, um, we can have a great adventure with God. So I just share, um, I shared about my writing journey. Um, I shared about, um, Christian life and just the lessons I was learning. And, um, for a while we did a, a ministry in a park where we just would go and, um, we cook up some food and go to this park near a low income housing area and just feed whoever came. And then whoever wanted to stick around, we'd share the Bible with them, talk about, you know, um, talk about Jesus, talk about issues they had and, um, you know, help them out where we could. So I blogged about that process cause we were going through it, uh, with all my writing that I've been doing, my blog's been uh, fairly quiet, but I feel the stirrings to get it up again. So I'm trying to get my, um, uh, Website, I'm trying to wrangle it under control so I can um, have my blog posts more prominent because i are just kind of hidden on the website right now.
1: Okay, awesome. So, how can others do likewise and uh, walk in your footsteps? how How can how do people uh, market their own gifts and market their own blog?
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's building relationship is a key factor. That's something that's important for me. I always, I, I like the mantra, um, rising tide lifts all boats. So, you know, if I can talk about other friends stuff and promote their stuff, I'm all for it. Cause I'm not the greatest at talking about my own stuff. You know, I just, you feel a little self-conscious, but if I can say, Hey, um, you know, I've got a book, but I've also got these friends that have a book, uh, Or, you know, I wrote this blog post and then link to other people's blog posts and share the wealth. Uh, I think that's an important part of it. And uh, just being able to reciprocate. uh, For instance, this gal that wrote to me today about, you know, how can I promote my new editing business in the Realm Makers Consortium? I said, well, you've got to engage with the community. If you post about it, if people don't know, it's just going to sink. People aren't going to see it. It's going to drop down with other posts, but if you start interacting with people and, you know, giving some advice when people ask questions and just be part of it, then when you post something, people will go, oh, I, you know, there are more people that be interested to catch what you say, whether it's always about yourself. I think that that's a good place to start out. And, you know, if you have a, a strong voice, a strong opinion, I mean, <laughs> the internet is full of clickbait and people pontificating on all sorts of things. And yeah, there's um, there can be good and bad with that, but uh, you know, that's just another way is just start to be confident in your voice, get your words out there and, you know, don't be afraid to have some humility, but you know, speak confidently too. Uh, I think humility is not all meek and all. Oh, I just, you know, I'm, my opinion is not any good. It's, you know, it's meekness is, Hey, I've got, I've got experience in this area, and I can speak about it. I'm not the greatest, but I can tell you about things. I mean, I'm confident to get up and talk to people about the process of writing and publishing because I've walked through it. Do I have it all figured out? No, but I could talk about it. And I don't think it's um, out of pride. I think there's, um, there's a sense of humility in
1: knowing what I know and knowing
2: what I don't know, knowing my limits.
1: So let's talk about the Process of writing and publishing. If I have an idea and it's uh, just foggy idea, how do I uh, make that more clear and put it down on paper?
2: Yeah, good question. I mean, there's always so many ideas that you can deal with, and um, you know, you write things down. uh, You might have a notebook or um, use your notes app on your phone to write down ideas and things. Um, Even if it's a cool image or idea, I'll do that. Uh, so I have it there. And then I, you know, as I ponder things, I call it the the kind of the compost pile in my brain. Uh, Yes, my brain's full of decomposing nonsense, but it's, but I put story ideas in there and I just kind of let them ruminate. And I just see if anything germinates from there. Um, you know, my first book was a, a suspense story and I just had the image of a body floating in the water and a Thai fisherman found it. And I'm like, well, who is this guy? And who cares that he's dead? Well, his sister. And well, who's his sister? Well, she's a medical student and she's pretty impulsive. So she's going to run off to Thailand, you know, miss out on getting this prime residency that she wants to get because she wants to find out what happened to her brother. And then Uh the story starts rolling. So I think you just start, you know, you see if a story can carry, if an idea can carry a story you know, I've had ideas where, you know, it sounds kind of cool, but you think about it and you see it just doesn't have enough weight to support it. And so that, okay, that's one that you throw out, or you maybe you can incorporate that into a bigger story, but, you, you know, let things ruminate, let things kind of sit there and build. I mean, the stories are sitting there and, and percolating kind of in the background. And if I see a cool thing, um, you know, I've grown to, I'll scan Pinterest to see if there's images that help me inspire my story, um, you know, if I'll, you know, watching watching the movies and the stories. I mean, I don't want to, you know, blatantly rip off Marvel or DC or something, but, you know, there's certain things that, um, I mean, there's nothing new under the sun we learned in Ecclesiastes. What, you know, everything's been done before, yeah. but, you know, when I was picturing my superheroes for my series, I thought of, you know, at the time, um, my main characters, um, you know, he's African-American. And you didn't see an African-American speedster at the time. And since then, they've come out with them in the comics and the, and the movies and things, but you really didn't see that. And I'm like, well, what if he has to have a job on the side because he's always burning through his shoes because he's running so fast, he wears down the rubber, you know? So that's a unique thing to kind of give to him to kind of make him stand out. And you, you start to connect these ideas together and, you know, and then you can talk to people, there's, I mean, you know, find a group of writers, whether it's local, whether it's like the Realm Makers Consortium, there's plenty of other avenues to find people to talk about your stories and talk about your ideas, help brainstorm, help you develop the craft. And then it's just a process of reading and learning. There's plenty of books out there. There's tons of blog posts and helpful places to get more information about how to, you know, do plot and character and all those things. But, you know, you just start with an idea and and see where it carries you.
1: Excellent. And how can we find you on social media? The, uh, Your website is www.jasoncjoiner.com. Also, there's the Heroes Hangout on Facebook. And all other social media is Jason C. Joiner, all one word. Uh, every social media, just search for Jason C. Joiner.
2: Yeah, I, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram with those. And uh, I'd love to connect with people, and I like to, uh, you know, talk to fans of superhero and you know other Christian creatives. And if I can help with things, I'm I'm definitely somebody to say, hey, if I don't know the answer, I'll point you in the right direction, or you know, see if I can make connections with you.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, if you don't mind, we're going to pray for your future endeavors. Sure, appreciate it. Let's pray. Father God, thank you very much for speaking to Jason and uh, using uh, fan fiction and, and fantasy and, and uh, science fiction in order to in order to use it as a vehicle in order to spread your word. Uh, we pray for his endeavors, we pray for his group to get even larger. And in the name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for Thank you for being with us. Uh, yeah. That is Bill Brooks from Creative Christian. Join us next week when we bring you another creative Christian. May God's grace be with you. Cut. All right. Awesome. Uh, if you couldn't tell, uh, my friend is me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have already uh, applied to, to join the group. So I, I'm just, I don't know if I've gotten in yet.
2: And I saw you come through and I already put you in.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Awesome.
2: So we do, um, we do do 30 days moderation for new, for posts for new people, just so, you know, we catch those people that, um, you know, come in and want to spam or do things. So it's nothing personal. We just a blanket rule we have. So if you do a post, it'll be, you know, it has to go through moderation and, you know, could take up to a day if people are busy to catch on to it. But, um, And get it through but if i see your stuff i'll i'll definitely push it through
1: Uh, i'm not going to be an often i'm not going to be a frequent poster so i may i may get past that 30 days without (laughs) without seeing anything from me
2: right but i um you know i like your comic book art i mean there's some artists and other people do comic book type thing in there too not a lot but you know there is an avenue to connect in there
1: great awesome All right. I guess I'll see you in the chat, in the group chat.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate your time today.
1: Yeah, you too. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening today. To see the resources mentioned in this episode, head over to Theophanymedia.com forward slash Jason. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media, you can find out more at TheophanyMedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.